Hello, welcome to the 52nd and final episode of the Chicken Chess Club podcast. My name is Jan Gustafsson, reporting from a hotel room in Bucharest. And I'm delighted to be joined by Laurent Fressinet. I'm not sure if he's at home because he's sitting in front of a black screen, not a green screen, but he's always at home. So, Laurent, what's with the screen change? Yeah, I just uh, yeah took off the, the green screen, but it will come back. Uh, don't worry. Okay. Uh, I was uh, on holidays last week, actually, in the south of France. I, I was hoping you would make some some... You know about my uh, uh, skin, you know, which is a bit. Oh yeah, you look. Uh, you have a lovely brown complexion. You look very rested. Thank you. Do you go to ducks? <laughs> yeah, I went very close to ducks. Yeah, mm. uh, actually, nice. and uh, yeah, so that was nice. And uh, well, uh, life is. Uh, I don't know if you ask about life, but uh, life is no. is fine. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> how is your life? Well, I mean, like you are you are in Bucharest, so you are helping. As um, I don't know, the, the Dutch number one, Anish Gay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's going uh, as expected so far. <laughs> so a bunch of those. <laughs> Many blacks. Bad luck uh, at the doing of lots. But um, yeah. So how is it going? Business as usual. All good. I'm here at the Grand Chess Tour. Everybody except Magnus is here. It's interesting. You have Ding. You have Nipomnishi. Rapport is here. I can observe people in the breakfast room, the lunch room, the dinner room. And so, yeah, having a first row seat to the action. Other than that, business as usual, preparing some stuff, going for some walks with Anish. Can't complain too much. In the Grand Hotel Bucharest, with a lovely um, overview over the city. So, uh, how is it going? Ding and uh, Richie are hanging out together all the time, or how does that work? No, Richie lives here. He's Romanian now, so he's not in the hotel. He's staying at home. Ding is with his mom. Um, Nepomnishi brought a friend who's not a chess player. He's probably sick of talking about chess, so he just brought a guy who doesn't know any chess. It's a bit like when Magnus takes Peter to a tournament. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, or when uh, Zwidler takes Doji. In his exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. We can say that because Peter was on this call, but he, he randomly left. And yeah. that was just some weird green screen. Feels like it's a reverse fetus segment he's doing on it. <laughs> How does that make you feel? I have, many, I have many talking points about Bucharest, but we need to wait for Peter to be back. So maybe let's start with another tournament with the TP. Is that what's called? The TP Siegemann tournament. Siegemann, yeah. Where another friend of ours, Mr. Peter Swidler, is in the lead together with the youngest grandmaster ever, whatever, Mishra. Very yeah. surprising result after five rounds. Yeah, um, Peter is maximizing uh, his chances, which uh, he didn't. <laughs> I was not actually. I was not really used to it. For the last few years, but in this tournament, he's taking his chances. He's playing very well, and this is a good old uh, Peter who is back at least for tournaments. Uh, let's see if he wins it. That would be uh, very nice because there is he's leading with Mishra, but there is very strong players as Gukesh, uh, Gukesh, Egezi, uh, Jordan Van Forest. I mean, this is all um, very close to top players. Not yet top players for Egezi and Gukesh, but very very close. 
So this wow, is a you're not conflict. even naming Keimer and Gelfand. I, I knew you weren't going to name Niels because you, you can't send Niels. That we know. I said, you're not listing <laughs> Keimer and Gelfand. That's just hate. Yeah, so um, Keimer and Gelfand, yeah, that's true. Boris is having a hard time, actually. Yeah. Boris is very principled, playing the main lines in the Catalan, in the Sveshnikov, but having a rough time against his kids. Father Time is undefeated. Speaking of Father Time, Peter Heine Nielsen is back to join us, sitting in front of a green screen in, where's that, Vilnius? Where yet? That is Vilnius, indeed, yeah. So, no, sorry for the interruption, but my uh, kid was just back for school, so I had to let him in. I thought that was reasonable. Enough, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you don't give parents. a key to your, to your kid? Of no, your... not no? like this, no. Okay. Well, I don't know. Maybe you'll give me parental advice, but actually, no. I mean, it's, uh, that's well, that's not the rules around here. I think so. so okay. that's, that's what I did. But um, else, all good. I mean, well, I mean, we started talking about Gelfand. I feel a bit pity for him. Maybe also it's the sense that this principal style. I mean, some said it about Larsen also that it helps very much on the upturn, but on the downfall, it accelerates to some extent, right? And uh, the problem he has is. People are both scared of his preparation and they feel like they can take him into shady territory and probably beat him there. But they're also very motivated to take him into shaky territory because he's well-prepared in the main lines. So he's hurting himself by being well-prepared. Well and then guys like Swidler, they play this knight f6, d6, bishop f5, and yet just win games. I don't like, I don't like seeing it. I like seeing Boris do well. But yeah, what can you do? Yeah, and also he's going for, I mean, the first game he played the Agassi and he went for this. Very bishop b5, Catalan. come on, bring the bishop back to g2. Yeah, exactly. Bishop g2, I mean, it's very, very safe. But he went for the most, maybe the best, actually. I don't know. I didn't check enough to, to decide if it's the best or not. But I uh, it's, actually, it's too risky. Yeah, <laughs> it's too risky. It, it, it looks good. Go back. Yeah, no, it's what I thought. It was good, but it's very risky. So, um, yeah, he should. Crap, I assume, right? Egezi is much younger, so and uh, yeah, so I would assume I would take without thinking. I would play Bishop, Bishop G two. You would do the same, Jan, and that would no, I maybe would think, I would think no, play Bishop G2. Yeah, but that would be a better practical choice in my in my opinion. Uh, for no, Boris has but... never been quote unquote practical. Yeah. He tries to play the best moves, put maximum pressure, and yeah. of course, it's a great approach when it works as well. But he only plays a Catalan. He sticks to his guns, so yeah, these these kids they're trying to trying to do bad things to him, and so far it's working. Yeah, things aren't working for my guy Vincent Keimer. Had a rough tournament, had a winning position against Mishra, which he lost with White, and in general also looks looks a bit shaky. Was worse against Swidler yesterday as well. Lost another game to to Gukesh. Yeah, he's on my after for Vinny Kafens. So it's a poor tournament for, for Vincent. Jordan started very poorly with two two loss, but then uh, he came back and now he's on 50% after five games. But yeah, um, overall, uh, very impressed by Gukesh as usual, but he lost that game to Egezi. So uh, I thought the first couple of games from Gukesh were, were very, very excellent. So Is there some be... Indian kids' power dynamics that Gukesh beats Pragnanda but loses to Erigaisi? I haven't done any research. Just feels like it. You just wing it, yeah? Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to say. I didn't just make any research. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I I think uh, still Gukesh is my my top, my top. Gukesh boy. is our boy. This is yeah. a Gukesh fan fan podcast here. Yeah, he's the he's the best uh, to me. But yeah, uh, I was a bit surprised. He's also still sixteen. I did okay. the math. He's yeah. been yes. Gukesh has been sixteen for four and a half years now, but <laughs> he will soon turn seventeen. Okay, good. May twenty fifth, I think. Okay, I looked so, it up. I forgot, of course, but I looked it up like yesterday because I couldn't believe how long he's been sixteen. Oh yeah, it's been four and a half years. Well, Sorry, but, I interrupted you with nonsense as usual. No, it's a good tradition. It's nice to follow this tournament who was uh, not there during the, the pandemic, and now uh, it came back. Of course, it's very short, only seven games, but it's a very nice tradition. Who and would you say nice. are the most prestigious winners in the past <laughs> of the Siegelmann tournament? Any names that come to mind? No, but uh, yeah, Karpov. Karpov, uh, Karpov, I think, won it. Oh, I'm not sure, actually. Peter, you would... Uh... No, I, I, we, we, we won it with Peter. For me, I can speak for myself. It was not the strongest year, uh, the strongest event. Let's, fa- let's face it. It was 2014. So humble. I was top rated. I was a t- top top seed in the tournament, uh, and I won it. It was only actually only only five games, only six players. So, um, yeah, that was oh, that was still pleasant, of course, but not not as good, not even close to being no as mind good games, yeah? as this. Yeah, and, and I like I like the field actually. You, you have these old guys, uh, sorry Peter, but uh, you you are the, you, you are. One of the old guys uh, with boys, and you have the local guy uh, Nils, our friends, our friend Nils. Greetings, youngster. Nils yeah, doing well, by the way. We should mention very yeah, tight. He's... Plus one, plus one is better than fifty percent, according to Nils. So he won't be unhappy. No, I agree that it's a cool field, and also basically they are sort of. Uh... Well, I will insult Switler by saying it, but they're basically skipping sort of the, the middle generation, right? It's other rather old players who can almost play senior chess and then uh, youngsters in a way and that, that strikes me as a yeah there's no one like Laurent who's right in the middle exactly <laughs> no, no, no one, I think no one is at the peak of their careers right exactly that's what I meant no but there's Nils no maybe it is but you can also he's local local yeah so. yeah but I don't think uh, anyone is born in the 80s actually so that makes uh, yeah, I, th- I think you're right uh, Nils was born in the 80s no, I think he's born in the... It's always... Ah, yes, you're right. When's he going to be born? He's born in 88. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's technically in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But it's a nice tournament. I really played it a lot. I was about to say in my youth, but probably rather in my, my peak years, uh, which is quite quite a, a while back. But it's a very traditional tournament, and as Long says, that they somehow managed to keep going. If it wasn't because of the chess boom in Norway... It would actually be an incredibly strong uh, tournament for Scandinavian standards. But uh, well, now of course Norway. It's in Sweden, yes. right? Malmo. Malmo is in Sweden. Yes, it's close to the border in um, uh, to Denmark. But actually, the the is there a bridge would... connecting it to Copenhagen? <laughs> yeah, there's even this nice series about it, right? Uh, What's it called? Why not make a TV show? Born yeah. covering that topic. Of it. Exactly. Well, you know, someone get killed in the middle of the bridge, and then you know, there's all kind of implications. Mm. Anyway, no spoilers, I guess. But the rumor is we have someone available who actually went to the place. 
before we bring that someone in, do you think it's insulting that they don't invite former winners like you who've done so much for Scandinavian chess, but instead some random guy from the internet? I generally this, think this is so a question also, is for me, Peter. As Sorry. far as I understood, you said who has done uh, so, well, so much to Scandinavian chess, but you didn't mention good or bad. And I think that's perhaps the key point here, right? So uh, I, mean, I only did good. Come on. Ooh, I yes. mean, like I was, uh, did Magnus won all his matches? Is Magnus still number one? On, on the on the rating mm -hmm. list, does Magnus no. still feel like playing chess? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I does Magnus has has any ideas left in the opening while I'm I'm playing Bundesliga? <laughs> <laughs> but as far as I understand, your question is: Does it feel a bit odd that they invite someone who is a fictional character who has a reversed horse as a logo instead <laughs> of a former winner? I think the the answer would be yes. But uh, well, opinion seems to differ, and it's. Uh, It's modern times. I mean, he just have more followers and is more popular. What, what so so let, let's go. Let's go. Let's um, send a Speak message for yourself to yourself about the more followers. <laughs> I was talking about compared to former winners of the Sigmund tournament. Okay, touche. <laughs> so um, okay, Mr. Dodgy, you you went there. Mm -hmm. I did. What happened? Okay. I did learned all the chest? facts. I learned all the facts. The first first one is that Nils was born in 1993. I was right. He was born in What's 1993? Yeah, I made a, yeah, he's 30. He's only 30. He's yeah, 29. Only he's 29. <laughs> so, so nobody is born in the 80s. So I was right. I was. Wow. And you corrected oh, right. me once again, Jan. You, you, you're incredible. Why did, why did you believe me? You said it was 88. Yeah, because I, you're German. And you know, this, this, this fake reputation about uh, Germans. <laughs> Have you ever tried to take a German tram? Like nothing's ever on time. But uh, you did German say 88. Like you did. Yeah, 88 sounded very, very specific. Yeah, I don't know oh, because I sort Google of. Uh... You sound so confident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'm up. just. No, I'm confused with Nils because I, <laughs> I always told him that. No, but he looks a bit older than he really is. I mean, it's not an insert or anything. <laughs> I mean, like. Uh... Just a little not bit. A compliment. I'm laughing because I sat through many dinners where you were rating Neil's looks <laughs> on a scale of one to ten with Neil's present. So and, uh, don't sugarcoat anything here. And anyway, <laughs> thank you so much, Mr. Dodgy. Until next yeah. time. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice tournament. I had fun. I only went for three days, mostly to hang out with Mr. Peter Swidler. So you inspired him into playing the best chess of his life. Yeah, I'm a little bit concerned that he hasn't won a game since I left, but he also hasn't lost one, so... Still uh, he also good. hasn't lost a game when you were there, but he won something. No. Yeah. No. But if he you can just... draw his way to the end, it's probably a decent result. That's all right. He didn't lose a single game, Jan, you are just... But me and making up to understand. Did no, that's what I'm saying. Or did they contact yeah. you? How did Mr. Dodgy get invited? Tell us. How does he, this... How does okay, I guess, you know, we were fans of hashtag transparency. Um, so they didn't invite me. I just decided to go. You just decided to go there. Okay. Yeah. And then I had to ask if I could make the first move for Peter. So, like, there was That's really... just sad. Yeah. It was awkward, but I was mildly drunk at the time. And, yeah, makes, the, makes things easier. Oh, no. I was what, sorry? When you made the first move, you were slightly drunk. A little bit, yeah. Not a few drinks. I was on vacation. 
I've been um, too awkward to ask Ding for a selfie. I think he would say yes. I've never seen him say no to anybody. I can't do it. <laughs> I think he would say no, yeah. Didn't your boss ask <laughs> that for That would one? be surprising. Anish, Anish did it, but Anish knows him better. It's less awkward. He knows I, I only better? shook his hands when I saw him the first time at breakfast, said congratulations. But I can't do it. Any advice, Mr. Dodgy? How do you lose, like, shame? <laughs> I didn't do it at breakfast. That was, that, was, that was too far even for me. I tweeted that I'd ask some of the players for selfies at breakfast, but I didn't really. It was it was a lie. But they were mm. all at breakfast. They all seemed to be eating a lot. I spoke to Nils. He was very happy. Nils he's is always, always happy. Yeah, he's always happy. Chess Just, is always interesting and fun. Yeah, and breakfast. Yeah, I mean, it's breakfast. Nice. Also I've nice. never seen. I've actually never seen a chess player so happy before the game. Yeah, it's very frustrating. Yeah, after the game as well. Because he thinks anyway it was interesting and so on. I Even know. if he lost, he learned a valuable lesson. Also, he hasn't yeah, lost. Yeah, no, that's, 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 he's also just annoyingly relaxed before the game and doesn't seem to care much. Is my impression, but there's very few of these. Yeah, yeah. I've I've never seen anyone as happy as Nils had black against Arjun Ergaisi, and he looked. But we found incredible we found ways to. And move. then he won as well, so it was he was correct. That's suspicious. We're talking about the Swedish number one, Nils Grandelius, of course, who we know well because we had some training camps and a match camp, or two match camps, actually, with him two, two. during the Magnus Carlsen. Well, not the only camps. You, he was a second as well, so you spent uh, time... That's what I meant, training camps Thailand. and oh, match camp, like camps. Yeah, yeah. But he was there for, for two of the matches. But we found ways to make him unhappy, no? The very first camp I've seen him unhappy. Right. Ah, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> what did you do to him? We bought a, a good friend of him. Ah, like this. Okay, he got a. Yeah. Well, yeah. We won't say more. Wow. I always tell yeah. him like inside jokes and not explain them. Okay. Yeah, we should. No. no. So, Mr. But... Dodgy, you went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy 3 with Peter Swidler. Yes. Now, I haven't seen the movie, but I still have questions. Is the emotional voyage, as we say in France, of Rocket Raccoon as touching as you would imagine um, the life story of a raccoon being? It was very touching. I haven't seen the first two movies, so I didn't really know what to expect. I've seen them. Have you got any questions? I can fill in. Mm, nah. I mean, it's superhero stuff, so you can kind of figure it out. It wasn't a very deep plot, but it was good fun. It was at the cinema, you know, the, the big explosions and stuff, they always look better at the cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a bit too long for me. It's two and a half hours. Like, I don't mind nonsense movies, but they need to be much shorter. If it's going to be why, nonsense, why was the tree minutes. so violent? I heard the tree Groot. He was very violent. Mm. Was he? That's <laughs> what I've been told. I haven't seen it. I thought he was. Don, do you know who Groot, who Groot is? No. He's the tree. <laughs> you lost me. You lost me. <laughs> he has one line in the entire movie. I think Groot as well, no? You have any clue about what they're talking about? The I mean, thing with such it. topics is Laurent, it's 100%. He doesn't know what we're talking about. Peter, it could be. 
But he's not listening. More likely not, but maybe Magnus forced him to watch some Guardians or whatever. So it's no, no. I, I was uh, I was googling it now. I have I have no clue, and I also lost interest in your conversation. So I started looking at chess games actually. So no, yeah, me too. I, I honestly don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we did have some That's discussion right. about whether we should invite some of the other players because you know there's a lot of kids at this tournament. Felt like more their kind of movie, but Peter was like, "No, nah, I want to watch this in peace." Wow, Let that's how much he likes you. Just the two of you. <laughs> wow, and Groot. Mm. It's very touching. It's good, but, but yeah, Jan does been... have a point. I, I have been forced to watch series uh, due to my job. For instance, uh, Game of Thrones. I got uh, in, you know, started watching because of that. Hmm. It's a reasonable point you made. Just to take you didn't it like it. Game of Thrones is quite good. No, no I generally started liking it at some point, but uh, well, generally I had made the idea not to watch it. Then I started watching it at work, and then I thought, okay, why don't I at finish work. all of the, the twelve seasons while I'm at it? Right? So. Laurent, have you, you seen Game of work. Thrones? No. I saw some part of it. I mean, okay, this is a long Star time. Wars. Yeah, I saw Star Wars. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. No. A lot of the rings I have seen in a bus trip together with uh, Vichy The Godfather? Uh, of course. I have seen it ten times of them. Jan. Jan can actually... Three of well, them. When you watch Godfather with Jan, the annoying thing is that he knows the lines so well, he can say them three seconds before they appear. Yeah, I know these kind of people, yeah. It's very annoying. You have seen it plus how many times? I haven't watched it for a while, so I'm not sure I can still do that. But yeah, I had a face where I watched Every day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that sounds very good movies. Yeah, no, of course it's very good. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, yeah, that I, I think was the report from Malmo by Mr. Dodgy, who went there, went to the movies, and then went back. Any any other dra drastic happenings, Mr. Dodgy? It all went pretty smoothly, to be honest. It was interesting seeing Pierre crushing, and. The kids, not so much. And how about uh, Mishra? How old is he? 14? He's 14 now. This is amazing. Was his dad there? Yeah, of course. I think he was there with his dad. Um, Vincent was there, I think, with his mother. And I like parent watch at these tournaments. Papa Gukesh probably there? Yeah, Papa Gukesh was there. I think Yarden was there with Sipka Ernst. Oh, uh, yeah. That's his boy. And maybe that was it. Apparently, mm. Jakob Ogard was there, but I didn't say hello to him. I didn't see him, but... Is he coaching Mishra? I noticed he tweeted, Abby did this and that. You only tweet that if he's a student. You don't call him Abby out of nothing. It's possible. I, th I only saw a picture of him on the first day, and I didn't see him. Oh, lives nearby. He's living in, in Copenhagen now, right? So I thought that's not just... my evidence. My evidence is he called him Abby. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Just thought you mentioned like it was something exceptional. That Olga is passing by, but also he's an old friend of Gelfand, for instance. I thought it would be weird if he didn't pass by. Still so called him Abby. He called him Abby. Yeah, we can. Yeah, you know, it's <clears throat> circumstantial evidence, but perhaps not uh, conclusive, right? Uh, Pretty conclusive to me. Pretty conclusive to you. Fair enough. You could be right. It's a good. Okay. All um... right. So Malmo, Peter Swidler might win two games. Still to go. Let's switch to the tournament where I am at, the Grand Chess Tour in Bucharest, featuring 
Nepomnishi, world champion Ding. Should name Ding first. I should get used to naming Ding first. World champion Ding is here. Jan Nepomnishi, Fabiano Caruana, Wesley So, Anish Giri, Ali Reza Firuja taking a break. Why, why did you name Ariza Fioja? You should start. You should be used to start to start with naming Ariza in the first place. He's not world champion, he, and he is half retired. That's world number four. Why would you name uh, So and uh, Giri before him? I'm just reading out the table. He's, uh, he only has one <laughs> okay. point. Fair enough. <clears throat> But also, what um, is the sort of norms? You mentioned the world champion first, right? I remember yes. when playing Dortmund. Kramnik would always play in the middle table, no matter how the standings was in the tournament and such, right? I mean, yeah, this is how it's it living works. room. Yeah, but okay. I mean, Magnus is doing the same in World Rapid and Brits. This is for yeah. TV, but... That's for TV. Yeah. German TV was always all over Dortmund. <laughs> but I agree. But also, I mean, well, someone was tweeting that even Ding is not used to that uh, when they say the world champion, it's him, right? So it's going to take I was going to get to that. I have some I'm sorry, complaints. I'm stealing your material. Uh, But let me finish reading out yeah. the players. I didn't mention Deats, the local participant, or one of the local participants, because Richard Rapport is now also representing Romania, lives here in Bucharest. I'm being told he lives nearby. He's not even staying in the hotel. So he can't hang out with Ding. And Jan Shishtov Duda is also here. And of course, you It's forgot nice. on purpose. MVL. Oh, uh, apologies. Maxima Schiller-Graf <laughs> playing Anish Giri today. <laughs> mm, very true. We have two French participants. Yeah. That's so dominant. Yeah. So what can I tell you? It's all very contained. Everybody's in the same hotel except for Richie. They're playing in the hotel, eating in the hotel. Um, so it feels very, you know, very chessy vibe here. But you know how it is. People are minding their own business. You see everybody at lunch and dinner, which is also served in the hotel. And they did this thing, which I'm not sure the players like, but you only have like three big tables. So you have to sit with other players when you're there. That's completely unacceptable. You might have to yeah. talk to somebody. What would Magnus do? Would he request his own table? Yeah. I think he would stay in his room or just leave. He wouldn't get into this situation because he has people to go and test, you know, the, the waters, right? But uh, <laughs> I don't see <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... No, I, I don't make a good point. A do you actually have to eat together with your opponent before the game? It's very awkward, right? Well, you can choose one of the tables your opponent is not sitting at. No, it's normal, and it's not that bad in practice because not everybody is showing up at the, the exact same time. So normally, also some people don't hate having like a little, a little chit chat there. I think it's fine, but yeah, I don't. I think organizers or whoever put it together believe this fun. They will make it more mingling. But chess players, of course, when you're sort of rivals, they want to mind their own business more often than not. That would be my impression. Although, I mean, you were hinting that in, in white you guys were talking to each other. It was only me who isolated myself at breakfast. But yep. I, I generally thought that you know, people tried to, I mean, well, you know, before the game you're focused, after the game you'll be affected by the result or something like this. I mean, it was always a good excuse not to talk to anybody. <laughs> There always is. <laughs> yeah. After the game is always before the game as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, maybe the night before the free day makes sense to actually. Mm -hmm. Now you can have a little, little small talk. 
exactly. No, so I'm how is it? Nice with... here. We're next yeah. to the Old Town Bucharest. A lot of restaurants, a lot of strip clubs in the Old Town. I haven't been to any, obviously. I just noticed there are a lot. Also, a lot of betting here in in Bucharest. You said betting or betting? What's the difference? <clears throat> no, I simply didn't hear it, probably. Oh, no. no, I meant betting, like betting companies, gambling, oh, casinos, yeah. advertising, and so on. A lot of buildings seem to be seem to be casinos. So I could try to make some money and then throw it around, but I've, I haven't yet. I'm just staying in the hotel, doing my thing. But it's sponsored by a betting company as well, right? Yeah, Superbad. Great movie, too. Laurent, have you seen the movie Superbad? <laughs> I didn't get the joke. No, the company sponsoring is, is Superbad. Yeah, that I know. And there's a movie called Superbad, which is a classic comedy called okay. Super B-A-D. Yeah, 7.6 okay. on IMDb. Not bad. Cool. It's excellent. So, so tell us, how is uh, Ding? He looks incredibly tired. I think he's exhausted. He came here straight from Astana. He hasn't had a chance to go home, stop by, get a little break. He's accompanied by his mom. He made two reasonably quick draws in the first two games with White. Then got under pressure in the third game with Black against Nepomneshi, which I guess he's used to. But he mixed up moves in the opening in a spot where you really shouldn't mix up moves. Was more or less lost out of the opening. Then saved the game, prompted Nepomneshi to tweet something like, paraphrasing here, history always repeats itself first as a tragedy, then as a farce, which is, I think, a Karl Marx quote. Nepomneshi deleted it. But back to Ding. My main complaint is, Ding is a world champion now. He needs to have more swag. He needs to represent. I'm not sure how. Get a suit, get a gold chain, get a Rolex or something. He's so low-key. He's sitting there in casual clothes, eating his breakfast, um, eating a yogurt, doesn't want to look at anybody, talk to anybody. He's sitting in the second row. Clearly, he, he's uncomfortable with all this stupid attention, which is fine. But Ding, you're the world champion. We need something. Get an entourage, get a turtle. I don't know. Do something. What do yeah, you guys think? Yeah, he does. A, he's, I thought he was not going to. I would have been very surprised if he would have told me like uh, he's behaving as a world champion, you know, like Kasparov, you know, making some some conditions for everything. But yeah, it's not his style. But I agree that we need. Uh, I prefer actually if the world champion is uh, <laughs> is behaving, you know, as a world champion. Yeah, no, I'm I like Ding. I mean, I like Ding. And I, I think mean, people like, people probably like it that Ding is so humble and so low key. And he probably needs some time to get used to his new status. But also, as the world champion of chess, he should make some demands. No, he should show that he's the the leader of the game. I don't know. Can we ask that from him, or shall he just be who he is? I just don't think you, you you can ask whatever you feel like. I don't think you're going to succeed. I mean, yeah. that's well, not that's fair. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I like it. No, I understand that maybe for growing the game you need some kind of scandals. But it's also, I mean, well, Ding is so hashtag grow the game. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, grow uh, the game. he's so much a chess player, right? He's not, uh, well, he's not even trying to pretend to be a star. He just seems incapable of it, right? I mean, he probably, you know, would just rather, you know, think of chess or listen to rock music or whatever. He's, uh, he's just, an, you know, well, 
normal, shy, nerdy guy who's good at chess, and now he's the world champion, right? And I it think he's also change. good at saying interesting stuff, actually. Like, mm -hmm. in the interviews here, I always like his thoughts, and he's very, very frank. So I think he can be a good chess ambassador. Is in there his own some way. kind of it's just lost, so low key when you see him sitting there? Is there some kind of lost in translation thing that uh, he's not able? Well, English is by well far from being a, a natural language for him. That simply he might be a very interesting character, but it doesn't really come out. It could be that way, or we would give him more crap if English was his first language. For what are you talking about? Uh, the gay game of chess is like a deep ocean. Like, come on, Ding. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. I think he should make more demands. Like he's, <laughs> he can ask for whatever he wants I mean, now, so he should start to imagine if Pomerschia won the match. You think yeah, he wouldn't make any demands? <laughs> Come Please, on, we don't want to. Yeah, that would be. I have bad, a segment but... about that, but yeah. 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 No, so I mean, that's why he didn't hire us before the match, during the match, after the match. It's time. Uh, we can make demands on your on your behalf. <laughs> Ding dong, no worries. No, we won't have any shame. <laughs> no, this right here, Ding. I'll request you your private yeah. table tomorrow in the, yeah. in the dining room. No, but I mean, match him up with Dotty. I mean, we could help him with chess. He didn't seem to need that, but Dotty could come up with uh, outrageous demands and uh, media stunts. Yeah, we could have fun together. I, I, that's my sure. impression, right? I mean, well, he's basically be a blank page. You can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. But. No, I get the point. I mean, well, a normal world champion would withdraw from this tournament, right? I mean, that would sure. Be... Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean... Sorry, guys, I'm out. But yeah. doing things, no, I agree to come withdraw. So he hustles here right from Astana. His poor mom hasn't had a break. Had to, had to join <laughs> no, here. No, no. no I mean... But it was a bit, a bit strange for both of them to, uh, in the very first place to agree. I mean, it's their which... job, no? And it's a grand chess tour. You, you didn't know you were. Uh, Win the match, lose the match, and I guess the Grand Chess Tour they have to play the classical events. So not playing this one means yeah. canceling the whole tour. So it would have been a big cancellation when it's half your classical, half your chess this year. But yeah, yeah so off. close. So Do you think close. they traveled together? No, <laughs> probably not. No, but uh, I would expect that uh, Ding and Rapport did at least. So what do you expect? What, what do you expect from from Ding? Nine doors or no? Normally, in some decisive games, no. Normally, things get out of hand. I can't also suddenly win. I mean, I don't think we got a chess. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think it will be tough to to win games in this uh, in this tournament. Okay, today might be a good chance actually spring Duda, but yeah, I mean, like he didn't even try. He he had a couple of whites at at the start. And uh, against on, the guy just became world Maxime. champion. Let him make yeah. some draws against Fabi and whatever. Well, I really don't want to be critical of Ding, and everyone uh, who knows me know that I'm a huge fan. It's just well, Wyke he played you know quite suboptimal in this tournament. Also seems a bit off, and the world championship was so-so in a way. But it's just I guess uh, he was so focused on this world championship. Now he won it, right? It's it must be extremely hard for him to care. Is my impression. Yeah, still think he cares about. Not losing at the very least. Yeah, yeah, every course, chess yeah. player does. He seemed very happy yesterday when he escaped against Nepomnishi. But yeah, gotta be, gotta be exhausting these matches, no? Even Mr. Carlson said, okay, there's too much stress. I'm not doing it. And to play classical chess against the best of the world like five days afterwards, 
to imagine it's not but, the but first Magnus thing. Made, but, but also for Magnus, there was you know quite some prestige at stake. Also, well, believe it or not, but he seemed to be stressed about the opening phase. What was thing you think Ding suffered from any kind of these things like expectations or opening problems? He clearly suffered from opening problems. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you suffer if you care. He just seemed okay. Well, probably he. No, nah, I think he cares. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he definitely I mean, cared he about the games. Do... The results he cared about. But yeah, I mean, I guess if Magnus prepared, spent as much time preparing his thing, then maybe he would enjoy it a bit more. Also, I really don't think you get to 2800 and number two in the world and world champion level if you don't care about the results. No, but that's what I think. We haven't cracked the, the secret thing. Uh, well, I don't feel him in a way. I don't know if he's incredibly ambitious. I, I just don't grasp. But he just seems very nice and uh, polite. And that's no, very no, confusing. He's not incredibly ambitious. Come on. Can we both? Um, I mean, he says that boss. he wanted to quit chess if he would lose a match. So I don't know if, yeah. it's that, if he would. I, I'm sure he means it. Then, okay, it's always the same. You know, you say you quit chess. I mean, Wangao did quit chess for, for 10 times. So uh, I don't know if Ding would have done it. I'm sure he means it, but yeah, that's clearly a lack. Uh, if, if it was of more ambition. of a, if it was more mean, I would say that was a dig at Nepal, but it probably wasn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think that's how he does it. No, it sounded genuine. Also, I heard he might not have been so happy about the state of chess and chess work in China, but now that he's world champion, of course, yeah, he has some time to adjust and see what he wants to do, where to take it. I'm rooting for him, but I need I need some swag thing. Gold chain, at least buy a Balenciaga sweater. Something. Yeah. So mm. nice. Let's well, get to looked, another very important looks category. looks so awkward in every photo. Like, he doesn't want to be there, is my impression. You know, I yeah. enjoy, enjoy it tremendously. How can you not like attention? Don't we all get into the chess game for that? Did you ask <laughs> him for the podcast, as you promised? <laughs> okay, I didn't dare no. to ask him for a selfie. I really didn't dare. I shook no. his hand. I'm not sure if he knows who I am. Um, I shook his hand, said congratulations, yes, but I didn't dare. That's actually an interesting point. Are we Go sure on. he knows who you are? No. I mean, I, mean, yeah, I think he knows I'm... who Jan Gustafsson is because of all my yeah, great yeah, martial yeah. contributions, but I'm not sure he knows how I look like. Yeah, of course he knows. Come on. <laughs> That's not a given. No, I'm not, I wasn't sure. No, I'm not trying to insult you. It's actually just a joke. Also, I think his reaction would be the same if he knew me or if he didn't know yeah. me. I mean, he's going to be polite, but he's not going to be desperate for more no, interaction. No, he, so. he says hello to me. It's not like he comes and hugs me or something like that. I mean, it's not... Uh, yeah, but you could test it and introduce yourself as someone else. But actually, yeah. Then you'll, then you'll know. You see, Ducky gets this <laughs> You think he would care if I told him my name is Laurent Fracinet? <laughs> <laughs> no, but then you would at least know where you stand. Like, yeah. <laughs> I would say, no, I know the Mind Games winner 2012 and you're not him. <laughs> He's actually lost to Laurent. Or maybe they drew, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, this podcast is really it's, going well. It's a great podcast as usual. I think Laurent yeah. stopped listening to us. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's okay. I come back. I couldn't. No, it's okay for, for one minute. But yeah, like, I, I think it's fine. No, can you hear me? Yes. You Did missed you out see... on the one mention of Mind Games 2012. Oh no! Oh, it's been at least my third mention today. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get oh. to another very important category. Who's joined by the parents? So I mentioned Dings here with his mother. Wesley is, as usual. Ali Reza, I think both parents and the brother. The whole crew is here. 
Maxime seems to be all by himself, which is a pity because Maxime had this blog post about his new his new coaches. Um, maybe Laurent can tell us. Maxime used to work with Etienne Bacro yeah. for a long time, but now then he had a long blog post like a couple months ago that he had new new trainers. And of yeah, course, he... we were all eager to find out is a cornet, is not cornet. But no, I don't think it's a. No, I it's mean, to, to be fair, I'm pretty sure it's not a French guy. I'm not no. exactly sure of who it is because he's always likes these secrets, you know, which I think is ridiculous because now anyone can show anything. So, yeah, I don't think it's uh, very useful, but to 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 keep this secret. But yeah, he has a new secret guy who is not a French guy. Uh, that's mm. all I know. Who is it? Uh, we'll find out. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, he's by himself, so we won't find out. Fabi, interestingly, with Oparin. And that's the first time I see Fabi with Oparin. Oh. I guess it's a Chirilla connection. Chirilla is here working for the Grand Chess Tour, who's joined Fabi to Vike and is Fabi's friend slash second on many events. And I think Oparin is a student at this one of these St. Louis schools. I'm no expert there, so maybe Chirilla recommended him. Anyway, Fabi, not with the parents. Dad's, I think, is with the mom and the dad. Dudas with Miton. What are we forgetting? Anish. I think that's the list. Richie is <laughs> not here. And Jan Nukpamnashi is with a friend who's not a chess player. He's had enough of chess players. Yeah. <clears throat> that's the list. So how, how does uh, Nepo look after this? Uh, looks, looks like... Fine. can't say. We're constantly hanging out, but I think he's his usual self. I just see him in the lunch and dinner room every now and then. He's playing well. One with black against Dertz. Yeah. Came close to beating Ding. Um, yeah. Ding. Probably wasn't thrilled he didn't win that game. But it seems like he's just good at chess now. Well, he's always been good, but might be the clear number two in the world. Is that a thing? Clear, I mean, Ding is world champion. That's what Kamnik said. Yeah, where do we stand? Can can you just declare someone clear number two when he's just, you know, lost a world championship match? I mean, clear is a bit strong. No. No, I don't think so. Number two in the writing list. Let's see, let's see if he's... Okay, now it's very close to the match, so it's normal that he can play, but... Let let him think about the, the match and how it went and so on. Give him some free time. And we'll see him back, and let's see if he's playing that one. But, I don't think so. Probably I agree with Jan that ratings reflect the realities to a certain extent, and it would be unreasonable to mention someone else uh, as Jan as number two at the moment, uh, if you only can choose one one person, right? I mean... Yeah, I think we've had this conversation yeah. with the two candidates' wins and, mm-hmm. well, championship match here being basically tight, Dusseldorf and so on, and yeah, ratings are on the Pomnish's side. But it's not like it's not up for grabs and no, no, yeah, exactly. the rating differences are big and so on. So. I still hope for one thing to rule them all. Yeah, it's just like he doesn't play like a number two. I mean, in terms of, let's say, when Karana was a clear number two, it felt like a different presence. Or maybe I just live in the past. I don't know. I mean, no, the no, no. You want him to play. Yeah. You want two candidates in a row. He shared first in yeah. Dusseldorf. Like, uh-huh. I get your point. Maybe, I mean, now I'm just becoming an old builder guy who sort of thinks that, you know, you know, they really played chess uh, 
five years ago, something like that. I, I get your point. That no, but look at the games. I mean, no, 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 no. I disagree. I mean, like game twelve, game fourteen. I mean, many, many like world number. I mean, Kawana at his peak, he would win that game. Game 12, that's what championship match. That's a different level of stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still, I mean, like Kawana played much better than both players in 2018. Like. I think in 2018, yeah, he was lost Kawanaa with just... White in game 12, as far as I recall, and Magnus offered a draw. Like, I think we're glorifying the past a lot, also about that level. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of decisive games and a lot of. Blunt... I don't know, this time was. I mean, the tiebreak was just incredible. Uh, actually, I mean, this is one of the the best tiebreak I've ever seen uh, between yeah, Ding and Nepal. But I mean, the classical games, I'm sorry. I mean, like this blitzing out the blunders like this. For Nepo, I mean, it's not like... No, he can still be number two. He just has that one glaring weakness. He sometimes blundered, but it's compensated by a lot of the stuff. Pressure and so on, talent, yeah. how much pressure he puts when he plays quickly. He's very well prepared now. Yeah, I agree, but, of course, he has that weakness. But but uh, Kawana was, when he was number two, 28-30. That, that you cannot argue with. So, uh, I mean, Nepo is not yet 2800. No, for so sure. Still the one points. when he was number two was also 28-30, but you can still be number two. Sorry? Levon was also 28-30 when he was number two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the big, my argument starts becoming, I don't think he's number two, but he's better than number three. I mean, you get yeah. that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he's it's, not, yeah. it's a weird argument. So, I mean, you are right. We are just, um, I don't know. It's a bit awkward in a way. I mean, if you know, if Magnus was out of the equation, would we call him the best player in the world? Maybe we would. Uh, yeah. 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 So it works. But, Mm-hmm. Yeah, leads the rating list is a favorite to be the yeah, best in the world. Yeah, no, but it's like, well, playing the candidates. I mean, he would have chances of winning, but it's not like you would say, okay, he's fifty percent to win the next candidate, right? It's more like you would say he's twenty-five percent, twenty-three. I don't know. You want back-to-back candidates? What else do you want the guy to do? <laughs> he looked pretty convincing to me as well. A convincing is a bit strong, but yeah, it wasn't convincing to score what he scored plus five undefeated. <laughs> yeah. No, no, he was, he was, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the first one, he was very, he was incredibly lucky that they stopped the tournament. I mean, that's where you get uh, many times. I mean, he was mm-hmm. very lucky. But still, he won. He won couple, uh, yeah, back-to-back candidates. I agree. It's very, it's, it's very impressive. Okay, so I, I would argue that he didn't win many classical tournaments. Okay, you named uh, Dusseldorf. What? Who did? Ding. Ding. Ding won many classical tournaments? Name two. Yeah. Sinkerfield, yes, that's one. <laughs> and uh, um, mm-hmm. waiting, waiting, waiting. In China, Shenyang. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know. I know the name. Shenzhen. That's, that's a soft. So, Shenzhen. Shenzhen. So that's that's a not a real tournament. super tournament because Giri also won it, no? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I think didn't win. That's true. Okay, yeah. I still remember the Sinkerfield Cup, which was very, very impressive. Yeah, we all remember that one. <laughs> I think of the current crop, probably Maxime won the most tournaments. Okay. Fabi. Wesley? Fabi, obviously. Fabi, 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 of course. <laughs> Fabi. Ah, Fabi won the most tournament. Come on. He won Vicente <laughs> multiple times. Yeah, uh, oh, of course. Yeah, Fabi. No. But that's why it's always tough to name anybody, because Magnus and Fabi won most of the tournaments. Yeah. No, that's true. Okay, I saw Ding. Yeah, actually, it's true. Ding my didn't win my question tournament. about Nepo is has he completely peaked? Because yeah, no, like, feels like of, he has like, room for improvements too. Like out of say all of the top players over the past five years or so, like I think he's made the biggest improvement. And no, that we have to give him a lot sure. of credit for. He was not yeah. really seen as a 
made your top player despite being the same age group of uh, of, of quite this bunch right and that he's managed to to sort of climb to that level and that's a considerable jump rather late in the career for, for this kind of standard i think that is very that's impressive all. yeah yeah you could argue it was just with the with the openings improving a lot with real work being put in for these candidates tournaments and the Maybe. Um, where championship matches, he also said more or less that he didn't really look at opening seriously until he was 26, 27. But yeah, I think he's good at chess. Yeah, generally. Just, uh, well, again, it doesn't feel like Karan, I would say just to annoy you. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, I, I get your point. Well, we debated it last time. It's, it's yeah. a strange situation yeah. at the mm, moment. Next... like where. Next one just cycle will be interesting. I'm <laughs> happy that D- Ding won the match. That's it. That's, <laughs> I will conclude like that. <laughs> I'm happy for well, no. We're just so, killing time. Well, killing time is Ali Rish. Rish. Oh, so, yeah. Will Ding be the favorite to defend his title? It's not a given at all, right? And now? Is he a favorite? I mean, like, now. Right now. Is he a favorite to, to defend the, the next, uh, to win the next match? Against Kukesh? We no. say... Nepomnesi is only 25% to win the candidates. Everybody else is low rated. Ding now has match experience. Of course, he's a favorite. This match experience, I don't believe in. I don't. Yeah, me too. Because I don't <laughs> think there's any stats backing up that max experience helps. I think the first few games of Ding backed up lack of match experience. I get your point. It's just who eventually wins. I'm not sure you can sort of say that match experience seems to have a, um, any kind of um, things to. Um, well, it matters being, Why not? being best. Well, I don't know. I mean, well, yeah, sure, Magnus beat Nepom, but it, I don't think it had anything to do with match experience. He beat Vichy at some point when he didn't have any match experience. I think normally... He played, just... I mean, actually... Yeah, well, Vichy, uh, Vichy usually had more match experience than his opponents, no? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could argue they're also the strongest players, but that means they not, accumulate not he, match experience not, not by winning these matches. Family, for instance, there he had less match experience, I would say. No, but I would, I would go in the in the Jan's way. In Chennai, uh, the first Magnus match, he was yeah, very, very, was very shaky. The first, so the first three games were, I mean, absolutely terrible. I understand that, but he actually won in a convincing manner. I, I understand, mean, but he could have gone... Well, I'm arguing match experience is helpful, later. not that Magnus wasn't the best yeah, player. To, to yeah. some extent, I agree, but there is also this kind of uh, fatigue with that you can't stand it. While when the first time you actually think maybe this is somewhat interesting, so I'm not sure. I think there is pluses and minuses, but uh, I, I agree that yeah, having played a world championship match matters to to, to some extent. Uh, you know, your nervous system actually has tried it before and so on. But I'm not sure that. In a statistical context, it's really relevant, but uh, actually, while I think... have spoken about it many times, not to the extent of actually having checked it myself. So I don't. I think statistically, it's crushing because like Kasparov, yeah. Kramnik, <laughs> Anand, where we played a lot of matches, Carlson, they usually won matches, so they gained yeah. a lot of experience. Well, actually, Kramnik only won one match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. like, no, you won day break mm-hmm. against Kasparov, Topalov, Leko. No, Leko didn't win. I mean, come on. It was not No, he didn't win. He lost the match. but he did. He did what he needed to do to win. But yeah, I yeah. think, like the the Fabi match, is probably a good example of Bangus having the more match experience because the confidence he had at the end to just take the draw 
and he knew what was going to happen in tiebreaks. I mean, we can say this with hindsight because of how it played out, but I don't think he would have done that if he, that was his first World Championship match. Like, I don't think he would sure be that it. confident going into tiebreaks. He thought he was so much better than, and for good reasons, so much better than uh, Fabian Rapid. That's... I think he also thought it's a longer distance. It's four games instead of one. Yeah. But um, I'm not sure we're making any kind of uh, yeah. relevant points towards the viewers. Why, why you, you will make very relevant points during your, your FIDE segment? So. I'm almost considering We can't wait. <laughs> we can't, I mean, as the viewers, uh, can't wait. We will leave, but... <laughs> so, yeah, mm. but... Yeah, okay. We will see how it goes. I was always our boy, Wesley. <laughs> our Wesley, special reporter in for you. But yesterday... Yeah, he actually he, put some pressure on Anish's Berlin. A rough time, he beat, but in the he beat end, Alieza, he just uh, yeah, Alieza always taking a lot of risk and uh, and it was interesting and he had chances. So unfair. But... The brave fighter yeah, Alieza putting pressure on Wesley, it's unfair, and no? losing with White, very unfair. Rick, yeah, did Wesley notice he was putting pressure yesterday? Did he feel it, or was it just you scared with an engine? I think well, it was worse, and I'm sure he felt it. But I think people don't give Wesley enough credit for playing for wins in his own way and also for converting ruthlessly when he has a chance. Like his technique is so good when he gets it. Of course, yeah. he has a more tight style, let's say. But yeah, when very he's impressed with my one, boy Wesley as always. I'm not time. sure. You think he, he would have gone for the end game in the Berlin? He went for the end game in the Berlin in round three against Guy. Well, if he's not on plus one, you think he's playing That's that? a winning attempt. It's clearly a winning attempt. It's not like he Yeah, but it's a, a soft winning attempt. I mean, like... What's a rough winning attempt? What do you want him to play? How do you crush the ball? <laughs> no, I mean, you play something attempt. sharper. I mean, you understand what I mean. Like this what? Is a I mean, I don't know. Some Ninzo with E3 is doing that. I mean, this is sharper, uh, for instance. Uh, or you do like... Uh, I Maxime thought it today. was a serious winning attempt. He doesn't do it much. Um, and no, to no, go for I, the I, end no, game? I'm not saying, but I'm saying that the more he wins, the more uh, he's playing tight. I agree with your point generally. Yeah, I just thought, yeah, the Berlin, wow, he's actually going for it, going for the end game. That's how I yeah. feel about But maybe I'm panicking. Well, you're also saying these days, wow, the ending, he's actually going for it rather yeah. than playing the yeah, yeah. saying the end game, that's the, you know, that's the very complicated, the risky strategy. Well, times have changed. He hadn't done it much. Normally, you would expect no, no, guys to, I don't know. No. Play the Italian or play the the Nimzo with D no the Spanish with D three or Laurence play some D four. Wesley can do anything, so yeah. I thought he's going for it, but of course it's he's going for it in his own style with risk being pretty minimized. <laughs> very, very minimized, yeah. <laughs> okay, but he's uh, he's leading and uh West is on plus one. Um, Fabi, our boy. And Fabi, yeah, who crushed uh, Maxime in the Grunfeld? Slash Kings Indian. Surprising to see Maxime get in trouble out of the opening, but it did happen this time. <laughs> yeah, you can bring in new guys, but you can't change the player, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think he just mixed up some move order, which can happen, but also, yeah, happens more to him than to others. No, but also, I mean, I checked actually. Mixing up the, the move orders, this is very clear, but still, it was not. You don't have to lose that fast. I mean, it's, uh, it's better for White, but. It's not like uh, 0.50, as we would say. I mean, 0.50 is not losing. So you can still give some some resistance. But it was a very, very poor game and a good game from, from Fabi. So uh, 
It's fair. And Maxim didn't play for a long time classical uh, events. He doesn't get many invitations uh, these days. So he's playing all these leagues and it's not the same. You know, so to, to get back to... For him, I think Conchester 2 is very important. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah. Richie also on plus one. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, there was four players leading, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rapport. Do you see the game he won against Duda? That was so weird. Looked like they yeah. were exchanging all the pieces. Then Duda went B5 for no reason whatsoever and lost an opposite color bishop endgame in just a dead drawn position. That was very surprising. Duda in general recently seems to be having a rough time. I'm not sure what's up with him. He also had to cancel Vike. I hope he's doing all right. But he seems stronger to me like a year or two ago or much into it. Yeah, sure. he yeah, was yeah, basically accepted into the club of the you know absolute elite players, right? And now he seems to be... On the World Cup, his rating was climbing up. Exactly. Now he seems to be dropping out of it a bit, uh, right? I mean, at some point, you know, before Wyke, he's mentioned as, well, not the favorite when Magnus is playing, but definitely one of the outsiders to win the event and stuff like this. And now... It seems to have uh, declined to a certain, or maybe. I, was... I will. I will back up what you say with uh, his rating. His live rating is number twenty-six in the world, which we saw yeah. him. I mean, like a top ten. Yeah, top yeah. ten. He was a top ten guy or very close, and uh, we felt that yeah, he yeah. stayed there for, for, sure. for a long time. But no, yeah, there's something wrong with it. Yeah, with him, I don't know. No, yeah. but there was also some kind of impressive thing with him, right? He seemed to, you know kind of belong there to a certain extent, right? He seemed uh, capable of playing, you know, complex chess against the best in the world yeah. and even put, put them under pressure. I think Laurent was willing to watch his games without being paid for it, which is really Whoa. the biggest compliment he can make. Okay. No, that he always said he loves watching Duda games. No. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 love, uh, I, I love watching commentate and getting paid on, on them. I mean, ah, this okay. is just a perfect scenario. And it's what happened a lot in this championship chess so... That was good. That was, you know, banco, bingo. Full bingo. Congratulations. Thank yeah, you. so that's the Grand Chess Tour. It it will continue after this tournament. There's only, I think, like two days off. Then the circus travels on to Poland, where there's one of the rapid events. Is Magnus playing the rapid event? I haven't checked. Or I'm not sure if it's public. Maybe he plays, yeah. no? Yeah, he's playing that. I don't know if it's public, but... Um... I think Mr. Blatty is in the know. So it wouldn't he's... be great marketing if they kept it quiet until the end. But it, it would yeah. run. It would be yeah. cool <laughs> if it just showed up, I would say. Ding mm. would do it, no? I mean... yeah. He plays that, uh, and he... then Norway's more or less yeah. a few yeah, days after. right after that. So boys are busy. Yeah. Is Ding playing the Poland event? Mm-hmm. I would oh. think so. He's here oh. already. He might not play Norway, no? I'm not sure if Ding's playing Norway. He's not playing Norway. I don't think Ding is playing Norway. Also, the guy needs a break at some point. Yeah, that's important. uh, Nepo's playing Poland as well. Wow. Well, it's logical. They're here. It's two days in between. Might as well. Quite a clash. Yeah. Ali Reza. I haven't seen Ali Reza yet at lunch or dinner. I've seen the family. Not Ali Reza himself. Probably he doesn't like this shared table business either. Not sure what he's doing. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, okay, a bit disappointing, of course, to to lose that game, but... Yeah, he didn't play uh, as uh, MVL. He's not even playing these league games. So I don't know when was the last time. I think the last time he played was Sinkerfield, the Sinkerfield circuit, where he won everything. But yeah, yeah, Sinkerfield, St. Louis, Rep and Litz, before that, candidates. I think that's the chess he played in 22. It was was August, 
last year, so he didn't play for nine months or something. That's amazing, actually. Oh, believe yeah, so it or not, candidates didn't play for six months. No, he just doesn't play much chess. I actually yeah. was chatting socially with him in uh, in, in Sengefield. So I mean, wow. uh, he he was there and hanging out in the sofa groups in the lobby, and uh, me and Magnus sort of chatted him up a bit. Uh, well, just before we left, obviously, but still, so, no social guy at least towards me. Yeah. Congrats, I guess. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have mm. a friend. What do you want? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's more or less it. Or are we? I think this is it. Oof. What else is happening? Russian team championship. Yeah, I don't really care. I can criticize <laughs> that a bit if you want. <laughs> we can leave it. Yeah. Your segment, Gayakin made a nice 10 move draw with White against Nayer. Artemyev. Yeah, he was back in the top 10 briefly after. Opposite yeah, Colin Bishop, I think. Yeah, and he made a ten, 10 moves all against Nayer. That's what I didn't see. Yeah. 15. Yeah. 15. Yeah. Okay. 15. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, okay. A lot of people in action. There are even other chess tournaments. There's the. Capablanca Memorial Havana. With... Aren't you also being incredibly modest? Did you become German team champion or something like this? Or was that previous weekend? Did I? Uh... I don't I think I might have won two games. German team champion titles the last two weekends. Yeah. yeah. I might have won the Bundesliga like two weeks ago and, and the, Cup, the huh? German Cup championship with Baden Baden last weekend. But I, don't I didn't check the been... results. Did I win? I think so. Yeah. Or at least you won the team. I'm not sure about the, the double. Yeah. So yeah. I got the double again. How many games did you play this year? Oh, I contributed to both victories. I played two games in Bundesliga and I played two games in the German Cup. Three and a half out of four. I'm not sure what they would have done without me. Probably they would have won. Congrats. Them, but yeah. <laughs> Possibly. I'm not sure you're the MVP, but I'm not sure anyone is in that team. Mm. Yeah. MVL so. is the MVP. Talking about MVP, basketball is incredibly exciting. No, I'm just trying to uh, annoy low angle. Oof, oof. I was huh? heartbroken when I saw the Lakers won that game. <clears throat> okay. No, it's very exciting. All the games are so good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have any time to watch it because I'm up all night clicking on, on wow. news for Anish. I really thought so it's very... I, I couldn't follow anything. Especially not this Denver against Phoenix <laughs> drama with no. Jokic shoving shoving the owner of the Phoenix Suns, um, Devin Booker scoring like twenty one from twenty five. Wasn't able to watch that. I couldn't see <laughs> Miami defeating the New York Knicks, taking a three one lead. Certainly couldn't watch the whole game. Lakers against the Golden State Warriors, where Steph Curry was so dominant. No, you look like way, way too fresh for a second. I mean, come on. This is just disgusting. I'm working oh, for yeah. a niche. He's black every game. He's a good black repertoire. What do you want? <laughs> Polish, Polish. You Polish it. <laughs> <laughs> you check some some new doing weapons. Mm-hmm. No, I actually prefer the feeder segment to basketball talks. To be, to yeah, be that's fair. why just I just somehow talk to skip on the feeder segment and give you some basketball. We can skip the correspondence update. I guess you're still yeah. defeating the non-computer players drawing the computer Actually, players. the games with the non-computer guys has finished and I've scored three and a half out of four there. So there is... Did it beat one of the non-computer guys? <laughs> well, no, but the problem was I didn't realize it in time. So I <laughs> ah, yeah, that was the one where you played the Berlin. Yeah, yeah, I was just happily That's swapping that him down. That's bad that you don't, you don't beat a guy without computer. So I guess so, you will finish last. Yeah? I mean, not... not no, no, not no. Be- I mean, 
I mean, not behind the co not computer, computer guys. Place. It's a very tough race for. But the, I mean, the good players, they beat for they beat, they made for top. No, four no, no, the, no, no. I mean, also, I don't think these guys play fully without computer. My guess is that they decide, decide let me try and play ten moves on my own and then switch on the computer. <laughs> that's, that's how I guess they are doing. So, no, there's. I mean, there's so many ways you can make corresponding games fun. I mean, it's fun by default, but sort of, you know. No, I think you're missing out. There. No, to be fair. Now I have four games left where, you know, they play a computer move, then I play a computer move, and I don't really see a big difference between stockness after one minute or after 10 hours. It seems to be more or less the same. So my same bit, my... the second business, no? The old trick of letting stockfish run really no longer works. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Same I, move. <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't bet against the games becoming draws. I think at some point, Loang said that when I said, I have this difficult choice, he said, yeah, it's a difficult choice, but whatever you do, it will be a draw. And that's kind of my attitude by now. But, uh, Good. I want to do. It's a great attitude. Thanks. Thanks. All right. That was way too much correspondence talk already. Let's get to the FIDE segment. I guess Mr. Dodgy will stick around. Other than that, Peter Nielsen, will you bring you the latest? In I will the listen. World of I will the listen. Federation Internationale des Chèques. Des Chèques. Mr. Dodgy is actually here willing to debate or something like this, yeah? Uh, yeah, I love the FIDE segment. Ah, cool. The only reason yeah, I'm yeah. here. Great, great. But let's start with Kayakin, right? He's playing the, the Russian team championship. We can also trash talk them if you want. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, I mean, let's take with Kayakin. He's, well, he's playing the team championship in, in Russia at the moment. And I don't understand why is he not banned. I understand he got a six-month ban. Okay, then... I, I have a question. Okay, fair enough. Have, have you made a complaint about it? No, but... Uh, Are you aware the... of any complaints to the Ethics Commission? Because I don't think they can actually do anything until someone makes a complaint. Yeah, but there you're completely wrong. I mean, and trust me, I'm into details of the rules. On the okay. contrary, I cannot just make a complaint to the Ethics Committee because I don't have the legal standing. I don't, I mean, well, you know, between Kayakin and the FIDE, I'm not really a part. So I, I cannot just make a complaint like this. Um, but... The rule specifies that the, the FIDE president, the FIDE council, or the FIDE management board actually can file a report to the ethics committee. So that okay. is a general misunderstanding, and I'm very happy you, you ask about it, uh, mm -hmm. because I don't think I can just make a, a complaint against Kayakin. I mean, I could make uh, complaints about someone who has uh, well done something to me, should, should that, that ex exist, or maybe the Ukrainian Chess Federation could bring it up, for instance. But... I don't think I can just make a, a complaint and say that, well, I could argue that Kayakin has ruined the image of chess, but I don't think mm -hmm. they would uh, just take the case. Actually, quite quite recently, we were well, you know, starting to initiate a, a case against somebody, uh, but, uh, well, the Chess Federation of Russia, but we didn't have the legal standing immediately. So that's something that's mm -hmm. much more complicated. So this idea that just anyone can take Kayakin to the... Ethics is wrong, but on the contrary, I mean, FIDE has the power to do it themselves. Sorry mm -hmm. for speaking so much. But the, um, the argument that they made in the first complaint is that he was bringing chess into disrepute, right? Because his, his level of fame was taken into account, which is why he was sanctioned. Yeah. Um, sorry, I forgot the name of the Shipov? Russian. Yeah, Shipov. Shipov wasn't banned because he was you know less prominent so and I, yeah I, I mean i've seen the things that kayakin has posted since then and i would agree that they're 
significantly worse than anything he posted before. That, I think, is uh, undoubted. But, I mean, he's also participated in uh, fundraising for the Russian army. He's uh, participated in activities for the Wagner Center and things like this. But your argument is that the first time it put chess into disrepute, but that's not the case anymore. No, well, I mean, maybe they could argue that case because he hasn't... So they took into consideration how famous he was, basically. And the platform that he's using since then is not Twitter or Instagram or anywhere that he is kind of... You're arguing that he's only doing it in within a Russian context where he's not particularly putting it into disrepute. Uh, yeah, he, do, he does it on Telegram and he has, um, let's say, a much smaller number of followers and I don't know how genuine those followers are. But People now you're check speaking... if they want, but... Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not a, I don't know how to check on Telegram, to be, to be honest. Um, I, I get your point, but, well... I thought also Fide made some statement that you cannot just uh, support, uh, well, the, the Russian uh, aggression like like he's doing. But well, my main point is that the argument you are coming with is something the ethics committee could then conclude. But from Fide's perspective, well, if you take someone who does something and you ban it for him, if he then he continues doing it in, a, in an even worse manner, the logical mm-hmm. thing would to, be to sort of uh, initiate a new case and. Uh, well, this idea that people say, I can just do it. No, I actually don't think I, I can just do it. If I could do it, I probably would do it. But uh, mm-hmm. I really think it's the you know responsibility of FIDE to, to protect the integrity of the game. But uh, I mean, well, no, but also what Kayakin has been doing is, well, it's very great. I mean, it's actually, you know, supporting uh, the Wagner group, uh, which has committed, uh, well, directly war, war crimes and things like this. So, I mean, it's... I think it's a very special case, but um, well, what I'm sort of complaining towards the feeder guys is that, well, I speak with people in the management board, they say, no, we will not do it. I speak with someone in the council and well, everybody seems to think someone else should do it. And uh, well, that's a problem. And now you point to, I should do it, but I don't think I can do it based on the new rules. Also, well, actually rules has changed considerably since the previous case. So it's a, it's a bit of a mess, but uh, mm-hmm. now we have our legal expert, Mr. Lauren Fresh in the back. <laughs> So, yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know. So, no, I think it's it's a pity with Kayakin in a way. Well, also, well, you could argue that Hispatulin should also be banned. I mean, like uh, Kayakin, he also appeared with, uh, I mean, in, in propaganda video where they're helping uh, Russian army trucks uh, being sort of loaded with, or offloaded with material. I mean, that generally shouldn't be acceptable, in my opinion. But, yeah, nothing happened actually to Hispatulin, which was weird. No, well, Hismatulin did it uh, quite later than the ship of Kayakin thing. I think it's more weird that there is no case initiated against uh, Kayakin. And Jan is back. Five minutes. That's the deal. Yeah, it's okay. Oh, you can weigh in if you want. Kayakin ban, no ban. I mean, you actually you are the one with legal expertise here. Yeah? Uh, no, I prefer not talking about Kayakin. Frankly, I mean the more. More airtime we give him, the worse. Uh-huh. Okay. A bit we just gave him five see him minutes. back in the top ten, but I guess he's out. Uh-huh. What can you do? He's got chess. Uh-huh. That is under undebatable, to be honest. So yeah. Okay, we. I wouldn't say we started or finished the feeder segment. Any questions from listeners? No, no listeners. 
Do we have listeners? Doug, you normally make them up anyway, so you can make up one up now if you want. <laughs> yeah, we need Dodgy on the burner accounts to uh, some fake questions. Go a little more active. I, I was disappointed we didn't talk about Richie's fall from grace immediately. From but being that's the most popular oh, man framing, in chess. Framing, fall the most from popular grace. man in chess to the mm. less. Isn't popular. that the kind of thing you would like Bing to do? Something controversial like this? Right? Yeah. Mm. Poor Richie comes back, just won the world championship match, wants to go see a show. And he's uh, he's flamed all over Twitter. Leave Richie alone. Okay. He did kind of tweet about it himself, right? <laughs> yeah. Come to that. Uh-huh. It was uh, someone pointed out that he may have, may or may not have been vaccinated. That was a rumor that was going around when he withdrew from the Sinkfield Cup. Well, and... it was more than a rumor. No, he wasn't vaccinated, so he couldn't go and. Okay. Therefore, he was replaced by Hans Niemann, who yep. then, and then defeated then Magnus Carlsen. And it's all Richie's fault. It's all Jordan Peterson's fault. Yeah. The, the buttercream effect, as I like to call it, in chess, Richie's vaccination and kayaking, going full kayaking, and making it possible for Ding to enter the candidates. Imagine. Now these things would have happened where the chess world would be. Magnus happily lording over classical chess. Um, Nepomneshi. I think the timeline is slightly world off. world champion having, defend, having defeated Hikaru Nakamura in the world championship match. Protest. It would be Radyabov who was the next in line, right? Ah, no. He would have been banned under the Barish Pulitz uh, Nielsen that is true. leadership. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Okay, very good point. You no, it made sense till you mentioned that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I went a little far. I went. No, your, far. your fake word was kind of you know we could believe in it, but then you you mentioned this uh, uh, Nielsen Bash for its administration, yeah, and then, okay. ah, that was yeah too far. Mm, apologies. That yeah. was the fifty-second episode of the Chicken Chess Club last. podcast. Possibly, you never know. You never yeah. know. Um, thank you for still listening to this nonsense. Give us five stars on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out our Patreon. Check out our YouTube channel. It has thousands, <laughs> not sure if that's true, of subscribers. <laughs> it is. And... Not on Patreon, though. <laughs> I like single digit, right? I mean, yeah. Okay. Bye. It's. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> yeah, <good night. laughs> it's bye. It's bye time.